So today's episode, I want to touch on how to stand out in a competitive market because I hear it all the time. There's probably agents watching this that are like, you know what? I'm calling expires. I'm calling for sale by owners, but it feels like everybody's calling them. Like, how do I stand out? See, when two people meet, the person that has the most certainty is going to have the greater influence on the other person. And I want to say that again, because it really is an important point. I study influence. It's something that's important to me because I want to be able to have my clients and our coaches and our coaching clients be able to have massive influence. Well, in influence, you have what's called an authority score, right? Authority score means like the way that someone perceives you. Well, unfortunately, real estate agents, I'm not sure if you know this, their authority score is very low. In fact, at USA Today used to do a poll. I'm sure it's very similar to what it used to be in a couple of years ago, that real estate agents battle it out for the bottom two positions with used car salespeople. But see, when I start using data, my authority score increases at that point. They don't look at me like a realtor. They look at me as a business professional that understands economics and market trends. And that creates trust and that creates respect right, and rapport for us to work together. How do you stand out in a competitive market? Whether you are a new agent or you have been in the business for a while, Perhaps you are currently in an area where you think that there's a lot of agents, there's a lot of competition, and you're struggling to figure out exactly what you need to be doing to stand out. Well, if you're in that case, get your pen and paper ready and get ready to take some notes because today's uh, guest is gonna break down exactly what tips and strategies you need to be focusing on to take your business to the next level. So with that being said, I wanna bring on Bill Pipe. So Bill, welcome. What's up, Lloyda? So good to be here. So good. I like, you know, it's crazy about Wilkin Seven. I've known Ren for years, right? And we uh we grew up in the in the world of this dude is where Ren and I first met. I keep this guy on my desk. Big shout out to MF to Mike Ferry. Uh, I remember Ren as an agent, Ren as a coach, right? Uh, and then seeing him, you know, take this years ago and be able to actually, you know, bring something to the, the agent population with data and numbers and calling, et cetera. So I just, I, I, big shout out, Ren. Love what you do. So Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So for everyone that's watching that maybe is not so much familiar with you, can you share a little bit about your background? Yeah, for sure. I've been uh, in the, the, the space of real estate since I was about 18 or 19 years old. My mother was a real estate agent, um, got introduced to Mike Ferry at 21 years old. I was in a PhD program at University of California at Irvine, had really no plans of, uh, of doing real estate at that time, or doing real estate or, or any coaching and training. I was going to be a, a professor, uh, was my goal for, uh, for comparative literature. And um, Mike took me underneath his wing and said, I'm going to teach you everything that I know. I went and worked with him for two years. He said, you know, like two years, I stopped my PhD program um, at University of California at Irvine. And um, two years turned into 29 years, right? And so Mike taught me, you know, I worked with him for about 10 or 11 years. He taught me as much as he could. I was, uh, you know, like almost, I was family to him. So I got to learn with him and Matt and Tom and the whole crew and obviously started my own real estate team, mortgage company, left there. We had a company called directlender.com and uh, we grew that. Myself and my partners, Aaron Chua and Ryan Marshall, uh, we grew that from about 87 uh, you know, loan officers and back end support all the way up to over 3,000. Uh, hit 2008, 
as we all know, we kept doors open on that. Um, and at that time, I was still working with Mike. And, you know, uh, I found that my passion for teaching translated over into a passion for being able to teach people how to be able to actually uh, grow their business and business development and, and marketing and, and discipline, et cetera. So now, you know, went with uh, Tom for a little bit. Now I got my own company, right? Went with Tom for a decade, uh, you know, and, you know, big shout out to Tom as well, too. You know, like Tom is the, you know, the, the, the thousand pound gorilla in the industry. And he's that for a reason. He does, does what he does really well. So I've had the chance to be around some of the best individuals, uh, you know, on the planet when it comes to, to growth and mindset and business, business opportunities, specifically in real estate. Now I got my own team, my own company called G3, boom, boom, right yeah. there. Um, and we really, you know, we're, we're for that agent that is earning a hundred, 200, 300, uh, thousand dollars a year and is looking to be able to go to seven figures. That's our promise is someone gives us three years uh, at, at the longest time. Um, and we're going to get them over that seven figure mark. And we've done it for 40 people already, you know, over the last couple of years. So we're really proud. Of it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And congratulations on all of that. And, and it's crazy that you went to school to get a PhD and you said literature, right? Comparative literature. Okay. I was going to be teaching how, uh, I, I was, uh, how in, in postmodern uh, literature, how the archetypal myths of the hero shows up in all of those. And so, yeah, so as a, a complete uh, religious minors and history uh, major. Yeah, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a mouthful. Everything you do. It was. Absolutely. funny. Yes. So today's episode, I want to touch on how to stand out in a competitive market because I hear it all the time. There's probably agents watching this that are like, you know what, I'm calling expires, I'm calling for sale by owners, but it feels like everybody's calling them. Like, how do I stand out? So first of all, where can an agent get started if they're maybe even in that position? So I think that like, if you really look at, at real estate today, it's really, uh, it's different than it was. I mean, there's similarities. There's some fundamentals that stay the same always, but uh, you know, in the last 10 years, um, you know, the, the consumer has become a lot more educated. Right? They're taking more time to do their research. Um, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, Facebook really wasn't around or was fledgling and Instagram wasn't around. And, you know, the net wasn't quite what we go to. And YouTube definitely wasn't what it is right now. But in today's world, the consumer has an ability to be able to actually do a lot of research, right? Research on the market, research on the agent. Um, and they're making decisions, right? They're making decisions based upon the information they get from the market on the market on whether they move forward or not. And they're making decisions on the agent on whether this is the agent I'm gonna move forward with or not. So I think taking that into consideration, whereas in the past, it was like newspapers and you know maybe a little, some articles on the net, uh, on the web, but now everyone is spending a lot of time you know, researching. Um, so here's, here's the challenge I think that has taken place is this is what I teach. I teach what's called education-based, data-driven selling. It's a specific type of selling that we've coined and we've created over here where we look at, uh, you know, our agents, we're committed that they are the most educated agents on a macro and micro level, macro in terms of what's happening with the, uh, the national market, being able to talk intelligently about it, understand it, right? And on a micro level for their local, hyper-local communities, right? And their hyper-local market. See, when two people meet, the person that has the most certainty is going to have the greater influence on the other person. And I want to say that again, because it really is an important point. When two people meet, the person that has the most certainty is going to have the greater influence on the other. Now, you look at if a buyer or a seller 
is taking their time and they're spending maybe 30 minutes to an hour researching, watching the news and the media, they create a narrative. That narrative in many cases is a false narrative because of where they're getting their information from, the media, online, YouTube, right? Isn't filtered for truth. It's filtered in many cases, the algorithms play into, I mean, the media is not going to show you all the good news. They're not going to talk about how great the market is until the market is substantially better. And, and on YouTube and Instagram and all these other places, people are getting information. Um, the algorithm plays into more shock and awe and what's going to get eyes on it so that, that people stay on, on the, on the platform. So our job right now as an agent is different. It's similar, but different. We still are great salespeople. But selling in today's world, the way you want to stand out is you need to have a, a massive knowledge base in terms of mortgage interest rates. Why are they moving? What is the economics behind it? Um, you need to be spending 15 or 20 minutes a day studying Altos research on YouTube, housing wire, listening to Logan Motoshami and Sarah in the interviews that they do. Right? Being able to dig into the data that is, is being pushed out by keeping current matters. See, when you have that, if you want to stand out, right? well, you're going to stand out in your conversation because you're going to be able to actually have intelligent conversations based upon facts and data, not upon opinion. Okay? And that, that automatically separates you from the rest of the, the competition. See, when I can get on there and someone says, gosh, I think, wait, I'm thinking about actually waiting until the interest rates go back down. And I say, gosh, I can totally appreciate the fact, Lloyd, that you're thinking about waiting until rates go down. When do you think that's going to happen? Oh, Bill, well, we saw something on YouTube that said rates are going to come back down in the second half of this year. And I can say, well, fantastic. Um, I'm curious, Lloyd, are you familiar with what interest rate swaps are? I'm not. Well, interest rate swap is an investment strategy used by institutional traders to project what's going to happen with interest rates. Do you know where the swaps are coming in? What the, the smart money is saying? No, I don't. That the Fed's going to cut rates in May. Now, I can go into the rest of that. That's a script. It's a dialogue yeah. that we teach where I can say, gosh, and now automatically just by me doing that, and I want to follow that up with, can I share with you what makes me nervous about rates coming down? Okay. What do you think is going to happen when rates come down to the amount of buyers that are coming into the market? Right? Oh, it's going to go up. And I can back that up with data then at that point. I can say, you're absolutely correct. In fact, in the last week, we've seen an 11% increase in the amount of mortgage app purchase applications. That's 11% more buyers in the market. And that's four weeks of mortgage applications increasing. Now, I'm not giving my opinion at all. What I'm doing is I'm using that data to be able to build a case and handle that objection, ultimately turning around and saying, with more buyers in the market, rates coming down, what do you think that's going to do the level of competition that you ultimately have? Right? So I just stood out from the person who said, well, you know, the person goes, well, we think rates are going to come down in the second half of the year. Yep, you're right. So when can we set an appointment? Right? So... So I've got to use that data to back up and to be able to actually build a case, a narrative, if you will, around why it's in the best interest for a client to be able to, um, uh, to take action now versus waiting until the future. Does that make total sense? Absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought up that example because I think a lot of agents are hearing that right now. So for everyone that's watching, you might need to go back and rewind and listen to everything that, that Coach Pipe just said, because 
it, it sounded perfect. I'm over here with like a little smile. I'm like, yes, that's absolutely what agents need to hear. So thank well, you so much for that. Well, and you know what? What's interesting is an influence, and I, I and you know, like I'm a master practitioner at NLP, and I'm I'm not saying that like to impress, but it's it, to 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 really help everyone know that I study this. Like I study influence. It's something that's important to me because I want to be able to have my clients and our coaches and our coaching clients be able to have massive influence. Well, in influence, you have what's called an authority score, right? Authority score means like the way that someone perceives you. Well, unfortunately, real estate agents, I'm not sure if you know this, their authority score is very low. In fact, at USA Today used to do a poll. I'm sure it's very similar to what it used to be in a couple of years ago, that real estate agents battle it out for the bottom two positions with used car salespeople, right? Because, because of the, um, the lack of preparation, the lack of professionalism that exists inside of our industry. Now, I know if, they're, if anyone is watching this, you're, you're, not, you're not that. You are someone that obviously takes this serious. You're someone that actually, that, that uh, engages in improving yourself, et cetera. But see, when I start using data, my authority score increases at that point. They don't look at me like a real tour. They look at me as a business professional that understands economics and market trends. And that creates trust and that creates respect right, and rapport for us to work together. And then they see you as an expert too. Now they're now you're not just another agent. Now it's like if I need to know what's going on, I know Bill's gonna tell me exactly what's happening. <laughs> you absolutely have it. Whereas a lot of a lot of agents now, let's take this even one step further. We're obviously talking about this in relationship to conversation. Right? Mm -hmm. um, however, um, you now take that same education-based, data-driven selling process and you pour that into your videos that you're doing. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to unpack and we're going to talk about how the impact of the decrease in rates is working against some buyers, right? And then I go through that. Today, we're going to talk about um, the increase in mortgage purchase applications. Today, we're going to talk about, and you start bringing that data from KCM, Keeping Current Matters, Altos, these are my go, my three go, my four go-tos, Altos Research, Mike Simonson, big shout out, this dude absolutely fantastic go to youtube a-l-t-o-s and you're going to get a bunch of information a bunch of data that he's putting out right specific just to real estate and real estate agents um logan motoshami and uh sarah from housing wire if you're not subscribed to housing wire daily where they give you the info right, and it's daily like every single day it's like different stuff but once a week to twice a week logan and sarah go on there and logan unpacks and says here's what's going on and so you start to learn that, right? And you and, and it begins to, to make sense and you paradigm. I mean, yesterday, like I, I watched the 45 minute, yay, uh, you know, announcement from Jerome Powell uh, on January the 31st. I don't know, there's other stuff I'd rather be looking at during my lunchtime, but I wanted to be able to know what he said because then I can turn around, if I'm an agent, mm -hmm. turn around and say, do you know who Jerome Powell is? Do you know what he said? He said, we're not cutting rates until this time, right? He said that May is when it's going to happen. We have a window of opportunity for about 45 days, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, where the competition may be a little bit lower before rates drop down, where you still have homes to choose from and where prices haven't gone up dramatically, right? Okay. And so now I can quote prices going up. You know, the National Association of Realtors projects that it's a 2.6% increase. And in, so I'm just using this data to be able to actually do the heavy lifting.
Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And I'm glad that you're bringing this up and how the fact that you took 45 minutes of your lunchtime to to watch and read this, because I think also sometimes the issue is that agents get lazy and they're like, you know what, like, I'll probably hear it from someone else instead of them taking yeah. the time, let's listen, let's learn. And now we get that information and it's part of our tool belt so that we can stand out when we're meeting with our clients. And I, you mentioned communication and, and, you know, how we speak. That's another way for you to be able to stand out. Yeah. I, I learned a long time ago that knowledge equals confidence. Knowledge equals confidence. Mm -hmm. Ignorance equals fear. And more knowledgeable. And also like when I, when I'm learning something, I'm excited to talk about it. You ever had that happen? You learn something yeah. new and you're like, all that you talk about is that one thing. And you're like, Oh my gosh, and this and that. Right. So, um, you know, like that's what I noticed with the agents inside of our ecosystem, you know, and they're, they're freaking badass warriors, man. I mean, they do this, they spend 15 minutes a day going to those resources, getting their little hook, getting, getting, educated, knowing what's taking place, and then being able to take that and transfer it over to the conversation, the dialogues that they have. You want to stand out from the rest of the, 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 the bozos that are out there that give their opinion. That's how you do it. You know what I mean? So, and you do it in your conversations, you do it on video. Um, a lot of our lead follow-up that we're doing is we're taking some of these like screenshots of like the projection of house and house price increase. We send it out like the agents send that out as an email, right? With the screenshot on there it says, hey, just came across this information that, that concerns you. Look at what's happening to home prices or what the projection is. Let's talk in the next 24 to 48 hours. Now, now that's my lead follow-up for the week. I send that out to all of my leads of people that I've spoken to. And, it, and my follow-up becomes really simple. Did you, hey, Lloyd, it's Bill Pipes. How are you? I'm giving you a call back just like I said I would. Um, still planning to sell the house and buy a home uh, over in Glenwood. And you're going to do that in the next you know, 60 to 90 days. Yeah, Bill, we are. Did you see the email I sent you? Uh, no, yeah, Bill, we put eyes on it, but tell me more about it. The project, And then I'm having a conversation about that email right? that has the data. And then I spin it over into how it impacts them positively. So exactly. It's, it makes it easy, you know? Yeah. Like, simple. And then I also feel like that makes the agent seem like, Hey, you know, I'm not just trying to get a listing or, or trying to get a commission check. I'm here to let you know what's going on because it might potentially impact your buying or selling needs and what your future might look like. You got it. You know, one of the things that I, I learned, it took me a while to learn this is that uh, a buyer is going to buy and a seller is going to sell when a buyer buys and the seller sells, they're going to do it on their terms. They're going to do it on their time. What our job as an agent is, is to take the time to continuously educate them through our follow-up and conversations, whether that's a lead, whether it's our past clients and sphere, so that when they actually do hit that, where there's two things that I notice need to take place. They need to overcome their risk adversity because people don't move forward because they've got a risk adversity. I'm afraid I'm going to make a mistake and rates are going to go up and rates are going to go down. I'm going to miss an opportunity, but also their level of motivation. And those two things run concurrently, right? So if I have high level motivation, I probably have a little bit higher level of risk adversity because of the fact I need to do something right now. And so I'll overlook the situation right, a little bit more. But see, my job is uh, as an agent, your job as an agent is not to convince someone to do something. It's to educate them so that they can make a decision based upon their risk adversity, their level of motivation, right? To make an intelligent, a more in informed and intelligent decision. What we know is this educated and motivated buyers and sellers always make more intelligent decisions. But what we don't do as an industry is educate 
And that's the key. You want to stand out, get out of this whole role of I'm going to sell and close, although I still believe in closing, right? but I, I'm going to sell and close to I'm going to educate and help move forward. Exactly. And I think at the end of the day, once you do that, your client is going to be much happier too, because uh, obviously they saw that you are an expert, you educated them, they made a good decision that they're not going to regret in the future. You got it. Yeah. And you know, people can feel it too. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If you're, if you're in this and you're, you're doing like, we've all had that experience with a salesperson Lita, where they're like, you can clearly tell it's about the deal and it's about them and it's about the commitment. You feel it. Have you ever had that happen before where you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you get home and you're like, I'm burning these clothes. That's <laughs> it. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to have any of that around me. They also can feel, and I can get into the science of this, that we have mirror neurons in our brain and the mirror neurons actually energetically pick up. That's why pick up the thoughts of other people. That's why you could be sitting, having drinks with a friend or dinner, and you're having a conversation and they say exactly what you were thinking. And you go, dude, I was just thinking that it was, I was just going to say that. And that's not by happenstance or coincidence that this isn't some woo woo type of thing. It is that we are designed to sort of mind read a little bit. We have things called mirror neurons. I won't get into it, but you can Google mirror neurons and you'll hear all the, the, the scientific data behind it. But when you show up and your goal is I'm getting this sale, I'm going to close this deal. I'm going to get them under contract. They pick up on that. Energetically, they do. Right? And in the same way, as you show up and go, my goal is to educate them. I'm going to be a stand for them. I'm going to help them see the opportunities. Their job is to adopt this and move forward. A, you will stand out. Not only are you educating, but you're, it's about them and not you. So, Absolutely. Now, now be clear. I love yes. clothes. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> dude. I love to close, but I love to earn the right to close from the education of so. Yes. Yes. So now I kind of quickly want to shift still to standing out, but I know you brought up video. I mm -hmm. love video. I tell agents, you know, video is going to help you stand out. So go ahead and kind of share your, your tips and strategies when it comes to videos that agents should be implementing. Um, number one, even if you think they suck, excuse my language, get it out there because the crappy video that you do is better than the perfect one that stays in the can. And this is coming from me. I'm a perfectionist. I literally was shooting a marketing video for my team, right? That my marketing team needed. And I shot 45 takes of it. And I'm like, and I finally got done and I sent it over to them. I go, it's me 45 takes. They go, just shoot it one time. And we'll like, and that's very uncommon for me because normally I can one and done this, but I go through the same thing. Oh, I want it to be perfect. I want this to be good, et cetera. Um, talking to multiple individuals that, that I know who are at even our marketing company. Um, number one is, uh, a something that goes out there that doesn't negatively impact your brand is is better than something that you don't do obviously well why is that because the key to great marketing isn't just the cuteness of it the uniqueness of it etc it's the consistency of it right if Lloyd, if you think about uh geico or progressive you know which are two of the big names that actually come up most of the time when people think car insurance or liberty mutual why do why do we think of those three well, it's because you see them all over the place. You turn on the Liberty, 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 right? You know, and Geico, I remember a really great commercial that Geico did on radio a long time ago. It said, hi, this is Geico. And we know you're probably frustrated with hearing all of our commercials, but if you change the station to go to a, uh, another station where there isn't a Geico commercial, you're probably going to hear us there. 
So Geico, right? And then they go into yeah. it. And it was, I'm like, that is so brilliant because they know these people that have multi-million, hundred dollar million, hundred million, maybe even a billion dollar budgets for their, their ad campaigns. They know that it's consistency that's going to work. So that's number two. I think number three is uh, to be able to actually, again, use your video to stand out by bringing information data to the public. Okay. Give the alternative, like the alternative to what the media is saying. Hey, I know the media has been telling you guys this, but let me give you an alternative uh, reality of what's taking place. Right. So you want to have a portion of what you do actually be in that education base. Think about what are some of the major questions that you're getting from your buyers right now. If you get that two or three times, turn it into a video. A seller, like evergreen type of things that sellers ask, we want you to cut your commission. We're thinking about pricing it high, coming down low a little bit later. Maybe we'll sell it ourselves. All of those become videos that you shoot where you're handling objections and talking about why it is that these are good or bad ideas, right? So I think you, you get the chance to have some of that evergreen content while you're still dealing with more of the market sensitive, time sensitive type of stuff as well, too. So, yeah. Do you want to know what the best marketing tool is? What is it? Picking up the phone and making calls, right? <laughs> like, yes. honest to goodness, it is the lowest cost basis. And, and everyone is looking at marketing as a way not to do the hard. And what mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you is every single one of the millionaires, the 40 of them now at this point, the last couple of years that we've gotten over, when I say millionaires, meaning they were at two, three, 400, we got them over working together. They got themselves, we just guided them, held them accountable. They got themselves over that million dollar mark. They all prospect. They, they, and, and they don't use their marketing as an excuse not to. They use their marketing as a layer on top to make their prospecting that much more effective. So here's what I always say. The best businesses are prospecting based and marketing enhanced. The best businesses are prospecting based and marketing enhanced. So there you go. You heard it here. Coach Pipes, you actually have to pick up the phone, everybody. That's not yeah, gonna this, this is not some computer. This was originally designed for you to talk to human beings, not to like and heart their stuff, right? Like we have this component on here that's a phone. I know it's the tiniest port down here on the right, but you can use that to call people and it works really well. So, yes, it can make you millions. There you go. It will make you millions. Yes, it will. But it's hard. Yeah. Let's be very clear, Loida. It's, it's yeah. tough. Like getting, reject, like getting people hang up on you, call you names that your mother didn't give you. None of that is... None of that is fun, but you know what? Like I, I think of my buddy David Goggins. You know, like if you can embrace the heart, it'll separate you from the rest of the pack as well. Too. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. So as we wrap this up, go ahead and tell everyone about your programs, your coaching, yeah. and how they can connect with you. Well, our, you know, our goal is to do just a few things and do it really well, right? So, like, you know, um, we're how do I put it? We're in and out. We do hamburgers and fries, right? So at a very high level. We're not uh, a cheesecake factory where there's a whole, you ever been to the cheesecake factory and you yeah. open up like the Bible of food, like oh, and you're just like, what are our shoes? I think a lot of coaching companies lean into that and they say, we're gonna give a whole bunch of stuff. No, we do a couple of things and we do it really well. Number one, we have our coaching, right? Um, and you can go to coachpipes.com and you can find out a little bit more about our coaching. Our coaching is really designed, like I said, for that person that is all that is committed to business as business. It's not for the part-timers, you know? Um, it's for the person that's like, hey, I'm making 100, 150, 200, 250, 400. I want to go to a million or I'm making a million and I want to go to two or three. So you can find out about that. We have our G3 Nation, which is amazing. And our G3 Nation is our subscription-based uh, program 
where every single week it's a live one hour training webinar with myself, with a seven figure earner. We're bringing in entrepreneurs, right? So it's one hour on Tuesdays. We have a morning huddle, Facebook group, resource center, et cetera. And Lloyd, it's crazy until March, like March, we're holding that at 49 bucks a month and giving people a 30 day free trial. It's insane. Um, we're getting such good feedback. That's uh, you can go to www.g3g3nation.com, right, and be able to get the 30-day free trial. And we say, check it out. If you don't like it, there's no like you don't have to stay. But we have uh, we have added close to 300 people in the last 30 days of January to that. So that's going and. We do events and May the 6th, 7th and 8th, we have our sales power event, which is a three day sales and strategy training where we go scripts, dialogues, strategic approaches to lead sources, right? And it isn't just me, it's top producing agents sharing inter like what, like what they do internally, externally out to everyone who's a participant there. So that'll be in Orlando, May 6th, 7th and 8th. So multiple options there. So Awesome, yes. And we'll make sure to put all of your links in the description box below. Bill, yeah. Coach Pipes, today has been amazing for everyone that's watching. You know, if you thought this was good, you definitely have to go to, you know, G3 Nation and, and everything that, that Coach Pipes has to offer. So thank, thank you. you once again for, for today, for the past couple minutes. Everyone, rewatch this episode. And with that being said, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Crush it, guys.